is up everybody this is angelo coming at you for episode 158 of spinning thoughts make sure you follow us on twitter at spin thoughts our website is thespinningthoughts.com and we have premiere episodes every single thursday at midnight eastern on adobe radio those episodes become available on all podcast platforms the following monday make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode And while we're talking about podcast platforms, uh, I am so, so excited to announce here for the first time on an episode. We already announced it via Twitter, but very excited to announce that Spinning Thoughts is now officially on Spotify. So awesome stuff there. When I first created Spinning Thoughts a little over two years ago, one of my main goals was to get the podcast onto Spotify. It's been a grind. I will admit that I think they loosened their podcast guidelines on, you know, what they're looking for or what they're willing to accept. But I don't give a fuck if they loosen them. I don't care. I am stoked to be on Spotify. It's a great, great platform for bands, for artists, musicians. It only makes sense to open it up to more uh, media, podcasts, the, the the spoken word, it's it's important. And, you know, we're all over the place. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, Podbean, but we were missing that Spotify piece. It is a small victory, maybe, but a victory nonetheless, and one that I'm really fucking excited about. So please make sure you go and you follow Spinning Thoughts podcast on Spotify and we're really going to be leaning into Spotify as we round the corner into 2019 to tease it a little bit well well first we already have something out there uh Whitney Shoemaker our uh contributor here at Spinning Thoughts she has taken on curating this really amazing on the rise uh Spotify playlist uh that Spinning Thoughts is really pushing here of artists that you really need to be checking out. As we head into 2019, Spinning Thoughts, we want to leverage the music credibility that we have 
gratefully acquired, and we want to share it with you. We want to help you find your next favorite band. We want to help these bands that are grinding really consistently. We want to help them get to a place where they can meet new people. You don't have to listen to our opinions. Check out the music yourself and and find out what you like, what you don't like. On the Rise, it is a monthly curated playlist where we will be, honestly, we're going to be listening and giving you some of the, the, the hottest bands and artists every single month. Check that out on Spotify, Spinning Thoughts. All right, we're getting that shit out of the way. Let's move on into what episode 158 really, really is all about. It is part two of my top 10 albums for 2018. Uh, The last week or two, uh, we've been playing here on Adobe and all the affiliated podcast platforms, episode 157, which was part one of my top 10 albums of 2018. We're going to review some of the things we talked about in 157. Although I know every one of you listened to that episode, you didn't just skip it so you could hear the the main ones here, 1 through 5 or 5 through 1, I guess is how we're going to do it. I know you all listened to 157, but just in case you need a refresh or in case you missed it, I want to review a little bit of what we talked about because I laid out some framework on my approach here for this list because everybody has their own approach and I just want to really kind of make it clear why I chose uh, the kinds of albums that I did and why I approached it this way. Uh, But before I even dive into that, I thought it would be really fun to actually take a bigger walk down memory lane and look back on the year of 2017. If If you can think back I know I'm really pushing your memories here, kids, but if you could think back to the year of 2017, which really was like the first main year for Spinning Thoughts. I mean, this was really when we had things kind of moving and we were picking up some steam. We started this album of the year approach uh, a year ago, you know, I guess from now or whatever. And so I wanted to just kind of talk about the albums of 2017 that that made the top 10. And I think that that'd be a cool way to transition into 2018s and, and round out just another fucking fantastic year in music. I said it last year, and you're hearing me repeat it again. It's just these years have been so good to us uh, with new music. So looking back real quick in 2017, my 10th, Uh, album was Makes Me Sick from Newfound Glory. I still listen to that album a ton. They even did like an extended version. I think it's called Makes Me Sick Again. There's a few new tracks, maybe an acoustic. Newfound Glory is just a band I'll always love and appreciate, and that was a great album from 2017. I was really proud of number nine from last year. It was Eternal Boy's Awkward Phase. They're from Pittsburgh, I got love for the three dudes in Eternal Boy, and this album really is just the epitome of what pop punk was, and kind of where at least Rishi, the the front man of Eternal Boy, where 
it should be going or maybe where it is. It all depends on what your opinion is. Uh, Number eight last year was Andrew McMahon in the Wilderness, Zombies on Broadway. He also made my list here in 2018. We'll talk about that in a moment. Number seven from 2017 was Where the Mind Wants to Go, Where You Let It Go from I the Mighty. That was an album I didn't expect to make the list last year. There's a few of those similar to that here in 2018. One in particular we'll talk about here in this episode. Uh, but I the Mighty, they they really they impressed me. Uh, number six, and, and the more I listened to this album here in 2018, it really, it, it probably should have been higher. If I were to go back and rearrange things, that might actually be fun sometime. I uh, I would maybe have this uh, album a little bit higher. The Peace and the Panic from Neck Deep, just so good. That band is so good. Number five was Overexposed from Sleep On It. Another one that I've just been listening to a lot here in 2018 still, even though it was fresh back way back when in 2017. Number four was American Fall from Anti-Flag. I remember just really listening the shit out of this album in 2017. I kept thinking to myself, fuck, I wish that there was more to this album and... Here in 2018, American uh, Reckoning dropped from Anti-Flag. It was basically some acoustic reimaginations from many songs off American Fall, some other albums, and there were three covers, but American Fall from 2017, really uh, one of my favorite albums uh, in a long time, and I still listen to it a ton here today. Head North was number three with The Last Living Man Alive Ever in the History of the World. Number two was... After the Party from the Menzingers, a brilliant album, and my absolute favorite album from 2017 was Here Again from A Will Away, and I hope that they, I hope that they have something for us here in 2019. I know they did a reimagination of their songs, uh, like an acoustic breakdown, really amazing approach with that, but I, I would be thrilled I would be th- I hope their new year's resolution is to give us all new music a will away. I hope you're listening. So, here in episode 158, now that we've uh reminisced a little bit from last year, we are going to finish off this fantastic year in new music by breaking down part 2. So that's albums 5 through 1 uh of my favorite here in 2018 last week we did albums 10 through 6 and just to just as a quick refresh here I just want to break down my approach for this year's uh album list a little bit different from last year uh there was so much so much good music and being uh you know the fair podcaster that I am I wanted to try to represent as many bands as I possibly could in this top 10 breakdown. So if you didn't listen last week, I explained that there are two for each number. Example, there are two number 10s, two different albums, two different bands. I linked them and paired them together, not just uh, in a blind way. I did it intentional or it just kind of went that way purposefully organically. So again, each rank, each number, there will be two different albums from two different bands. And just to clarify again in this episode, what the criteria was for my breakdown, 
You have to keep, consistency is key, okay? So, uh, number one, it had to be a full-length album. In this scenario, I considered full-length 10 tracks or more. So, if it had nine or less, I'm sorry, I just, I had to draw the line, and that was the line. There were no reissues, no reimaginations. Example, American Reckoning from Anti-Flag, as we just talked about. Loved that album this year. Uh, was not eligible due to the criteria and again we paired up albums for each rank because because we wanted to and we did yeah okay <laughs> so before we get into five through one part two here uh, of my breakdown top 10 albums from 2018 let's revisit 10 through 6 at 10 we had in spite of me from like pacific and merci from save face Number nine was Laughing Into the Void from Tiny Stills and Tequila Sunrise from Super American. We had the self-titled from The Dangerous Summer at eight, shared by No Bouquet from All Get Out. Number seven was Lips Like Oxygen from O Weatherly and Past Lives from Against the Currents. And then we rounded out last week's episode at number six with Nearsighted from Speak Low If You Speak Love. And the very awesome Andrew McMahon in the Wilderness, he released Upside Down Flowers. So that was 10 through 6. Here we are in episode 158. And finally, we're going to get to it. Here is 5 through 1, part 2 of my top 10 albums from 2018. So to kick it off, at number 5, we have Love and Loathing from With Confidence. It dropped August the 10th via Hopeless Records. You may see a theme with that particular uh, record label. It houses 12 really fantastic tracks, my favorite being The Turnaround. And it was difficult to really narrow that down, but uh, after listening to The Turnaround multiple times in a row and still goddamn loving it, I knew it had to be my favorite off the album. Now, I have to admit, I was cautiously optimistic heading into the release of this album. A contributor of ours, Skylar, is a big fan of this band and wanted the chance to review it in advance. Anytime a writer takes on any review, I always make sure to listen to it in advance. Uh, also, just so we're, you know, me and the writer, we're vibing, we're on the same page when I go to place it on the website uh, and talk about it to other people. So when I jammed through this album for the first time, weeks before its release, I knew immediately how good it actually <laughs> it really was. Uh, With Confidence has been riding a great wave here in 2018, and that momentum, at least from what I could see, it is not going anywhere, uh, nor is it slowing down as we head into 2019. Sharing the fifth spot with With Confidence is Sister Cities from The Wonder Years. I was really excited when I heard this album was dropping uh, in 2018, and it lived up to those expectations. Uh, it released April the 6th again via Hopeless Records. It has 11 tracks, my favorite being It Must Get Lonely. Every time I listen to this track, I feel something. It might be a different feeling every time, or it might be the same feeling, but every time I listen to it, I feel something. It's so damn good. The entire album is really quite incredible. 
I'll never forget the way I was introduced to the Wonder Years. It was years ago. I was scrolling through Facebook. I saw a guy post about how much he loved the Wonder Years. Now, one of my favorite TV shows of all time is the Wonder Years. For some reason, the innocence displayed throughout that series, the heartbreak and growth, friendships and relationships. Oh, God, look at me. Look at me going on about the TV show. But when I saw that post, my first reaction was to proudly state how much I, too, loved the TV show. I was quickly embarrassed to find out this person was referring to the amazing band, The Wonder Years. I felt I owed it to the band to check them out after this ridiculous misunderstanding. And with no surprise, I was amazed. The passion and honesty in Campbell's voice, it's just unreal. I feel him in the room next to me when I listen to The Wonder Years. And Sister Cities is no exception to any of those feels. We have premiere episodes every single Thursday at midnight Eastern on Adobe Radio. Those episodes become available on all podcast platforms the following Monday. Follow us on Twitter at SpinThoughts and our website is thespinningthoughts.com. We are reviewing part two of my top 10 albums here in 2018. We just looked at the shared spot number five with Confidence, Love and Loathing and The Wonder Years, Sister Cities. And as we head into number four, things just kept getting harder and harder to put a number next to it. But here we are. Blue in the Dark, sitting at number four from Bearings. It dropped October the 12th via Pure Noise Records, 11 tracks. My favorite and what a good song. It is goodbye to all of our friends. Bearings is a band that I've been keeping an eye on from the beginning of Spinning Thoughts. I spoke to Doug in episode 99 to talk about what was going to be their upcoming performance at Four Chord Music 4. Uh, More recently, we had Bearings on the podcast for episode 122. Uh, Canadian contributor, I'm sure you're all getting very familiar uh, with Mr. Dan Boyer. He attended a show of theirs and sat down for an in-person conversation. Uh, I would, you know, definitely recommend you go back and listen to those episodes. Bearings, fucking, they're awesome. Uh, They're so down to earth. They're so honest. And they put on a killer performance and definitely, definitely released one of the the better albums here in 2018. We got a lot of love for Bearings. We, we've covered them in other ways. And again, this is, this is a band that I am just really excited to see what 2019 does for them. I think that we're going to see uh, Blue in the Dark really propel them forward as they continue to ride that album cycle. Sharing the number four spot. With Bearings is a band that just really brings a smile to my face every time I listen to their music or talk about them. We have Pilot from Hot Mulligan. March the 23rd, it released via No Sleep Records. It has 11 tracks. My favorite is Wes Dalt Can't Find the Madison Falcon. Now, I challenged myself... This is what I do for you all listening. I challenged myself to say one bad thing about this album, and I just wasn't able to. Why? Why would I want to say something bad about Hot Mulligan or about Pilot? 
Well, I don't want to. It was to prove a point that this album is gorgeously flawless in a very tangible way. I enjoy this album. I listen to it constantly. I cannot sit still when I listen to it. I'm standing right now as I am taping this and talking about it with a shit ton of energy. Can you feel it? <laughs> we had Hot Mulligan on the podcast for episode 127. I was really, really excited for that one. This was right before Pilot had dropped and right around the time they released uh, the single All You Wanted by Michelle Branch. We talked about her reaction to being like the namesake for no apparent reason uh, for one of Hot Mulligan's songs. The band is funny as hell and they're always on the road. They're always grinding. They're making music that others are already trying to emulate and I'd be lying if I wasn't uh, kind of low-key hoping for some new music yet again uh, from them in 2019. As we move into my third favorite albums here of 2018, uh, this grouping, number three, these were like the ones that I didn't expect. I didn't really, I didn't know that they were coming out until around the time that they actually did. And they just really, really blew me away. And they skyrocketed past bands that I have loved for years like The Dangerous Summer. Uh, these albums really caught me off guard in such a very pleasant way. At number three, we have Skinny Dipping from Stand Atlantic. This released October the 26th via Hopeless Records. Again, I think that's three times now uh, that they're in on this episode. They're just killing it. The band's... The bands are killing it. Uh, Stand Atlantic, they had 10 tracks on Skinny Dipping. My favorite is Lost My Cool. There was a lot of hype around Stand Atlantic getting signed to Hopeless Records with good reason. If you've noticed, there are many bands on this list uh, that release new music through Hopeless. They're one of my favorite mainstream labels, so any band signing uh, of theirs really just feels initially optimistic skinny dipping alongside the soon to be discussed other album that shares the number three spot it just absolutely blew past my expectations the way things are building for stand atlantic it's kind of clear they're gonna have a very massive 2019 it's a fresh sound it's a good vibe and seriously a solid framework for what's to come the album that shares the third spot here. I adore it. And I say this like I preface every time how much I love, adore, care about, whatever, about every album I'm talking about. But that's the point of this, right? That's the point of these goddamn uh, difficult, stressful lists is you love what you're listening to and you want to talk about it. It's it's uh, it's crazy. But uh, The Skeptic from Tillian at number three. This one, maybe I surprised you. Maybe that's, this is probably the album where some of my close friends or uh, friends, you know, anybody who knows my music taste, which, you know, I try to keep them diverse. Uh, this one might shock them, uh, but it released September the 28th via Rise Records. It has 10 tracks. My favorite is Blame It on Rock and Roll. Now, I'm going to be up front. I have enjoyed Dance Gavin Dance from a distance. Here's what I mean by that. They're a band that has a sound I'm gravitated to. 
Uh, I appreciate their intricacy, the complex vocals, and the overall sound, but I've never really dived too deep into the Dance Gavin Dance arsenal. I was presented with an advance for the skeptic from Tillian, and, you know, obviously it was presented as the third studio album from Dance Gavin Dance's frontman, Tillian Pearson. That initially didn't suck me in because, again, I have respect for Dance Gavin Dance, but I've never fully committed to all their music. I did check this album out, though, because I'm intrigued by albums that are created as a side project or solo endeavor, uh, like from a musician who is also in a fully committed outfit. I like to compare the sounds of that from their full-time band you know, for a lack of a better way of phrasing it, uh, to their solo approach. Is it the same with a different name, or is it something that warrants its own conversation? The Skeptic is the best example of an album that deserves its own conversation with literally no mention or comparison to the other band. This album, it easily, it easily could be number one. Uh, I listened to it all the time. If you haven't, please go and do it. Like, I urge you to listen to this album maybe over any on this list I get. As I start to narrow these down, the albums, you've probably heard of these. You've heard of them because they're that fucking good. If you haven't given The Skeptic a chance from Tillian, you really should, and you should do it as soon as you possibly can. No questions asked. Case closed. We have premiere episodes every single Thursday at midnight Eastern on Adobe Radio. Those episodes become available on all podcast platforms the following Monday. Make sure you subscribe. We're now on Spotify. So if that's what you've been waiting for, you have got no more excuses. We're on Spotify. We're also starting to curate some playlists. The very first one, it is called On the Rise. It's curated by Whitney Shoemaker. 30 bands that really are sizzling right now that you need to check out. This will be a monthly rotation. We're always going to keep it fresh. And again, it's going to be bands that really you got to check out. And I'm also getting a little bit of uh a little bit of a buzz from our very own Jay Matthew, who heads the whole Metal Thoughts area of our website. We're going to be doing some new things with Metal Thoughts, giving the love to the hard rock areas of the music community here in 2019. Uh, I believe Jay might be curating a very similar list. If you're curious on how to get involved with your band, with any kind of uh, representation of your music, Hit us up on Twitter at Spin Thoughts. Our website is thespinningthoughts.com. We got big plans for 2019. The question is, do you have big plans as well? We are going through part two of my top 10 albums for 2018. We've talked about five, four, and three. Let's recap real quick as we round the corner here. I'm kind of glad to be finishing up this album of the year content because it is. It's a lot of stress. It's a lot of pressure. We have a lot of contributors here at Spinning Thoughts as well that have been uh, playing along in the game. And we've been dropping a lot of their content, their favorite albums on the website. Again, The Spinning Thoughts. Uh, At number five, we have, again, Love and Loathing from With Confidence and also Sister Cities from The Wonder Years. 
At four, we have Blue in the Dark from Bearings and Pilot from Hot Mulligan. And at number three, Skinny Dipping from Stand Atlantic, shared by the Skeptic from Tillion. Now, numbers two and one here as we finish things off. These albums, they were heavy, they were deep, they were powerful. Uh, They were just amazing on the surface. So many layers to these albums. And I just want to say, honestly, how grateful I am that I was here to listen to these albums, that they are in my life, that I'm able to talk about them uh, and and just sharing the experience with all of you. These these next four albums uh, in spots two and one that we're going to talk about, they really... They really are quite the amazing uh, creative works. And number two, we have The Great Depression from As It Is. August the 10th, it dropped via Fearless Records. It has 12 tracks, and my favorite is The Handwritten Letter. There were many bands that had a wild and crazy ride here in 2018, but As It Is has to be one of the ones that stands out the most. Their whole image, vibe, aesthetic, message, and even their approach has evolved in such an intriguing way, it's nearly impossible to not be drawn in. With a more visibly dark and honest connotation, the Great Depression is a whirlwind of emotion that circles a well-balanced, well-thought-out collection of music. So many people have seemed to be inspired uh, from and by this album. I've heard some incredible covers already. I've seen beautiful makeup designs that literally live and breathe on their human canvases. Uh, paintings and drawings. Uh, maybe even most importantly, this album has people talking, not just about the music, but the words, the meaning. This will be an album I know I'll be listening to for years to come. I'm sure a lot of people uh, probably share in, in what I just said there, but I think, again, even more importantly, I think this is an album that people will be talking about uh, as the years continue to roll by. And sharing the number two spot is Composure from Real Friends. It dropped July the 13th via Fearless Records. It has 10 tracks. My favorite is Stand Steady. If there was one album that completely captivated me, stayed with me late at night when I was trying to fall asleep, or was my go-to when someone asked me for an album to jam, it would have to be Composure from Real Friends. This whole collection makes me want to cry. Just hearing the words and emotions, the circulation of instruments, feelings, and purpose. Honestly, I really needed this album this year. I did. I made it through some stressful moments this year because of composure. If I was a band, I would be so insanely inspired by it. So inspired that it it would like piss me off in a good way. Uh, It would make me want to try to at least match uh, this quality of music myself. Composure is an album that really dropped at the right time for me and I'm sure so many others. Real Friends' performance at this year's final run of Warp Tour was one of my favorites. These songs off Composure translate so well live. I mean this. Thank you, Real Friends, for this album. All right, we're here. We're at number one, and it feels like it takes 365 goddamn days to get here. Uh, but we are finally down to what is the shared number one spot of my top 10 albums 
from 2018. Before I uh, share this with you all, I just want to say uh, congratulations to every single band, artist, anybody who put any kind of content out in 2018. Congratulations, because you are following a passion, a dream, a drive. You feel something inside of you that 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 makes you want to create, to share, to feel, to connect, uh, to love, hopefully. And I just want to say congratulations to everybody who took the risk to share something with the world. Thank you to everybody who listens to podcasts like this and supports bands and their music and all the other amazing, beautiful industry professionals that exist that make this whole community, this whole experience something really, really genuine, unique, and something that we should always work on to get better and to preserve. Uh, 2018, what a goddamn awesome year. I can't wait to see what music drops here in 2019. Before I get ahead of myself, let's wrap this up all nice and pretty and talk about the two albums that share number one from 2018. I have Autumn from Trophy Eyes. It released August the 3rd via Hopeless Records. It has 12 tracks. My favorite is I Can Feel It Calling, which, by the way, is one of the best album closers on this list. I could do an entire episode just talking about how much I've been enjoying this album some of my favorite albums of all time at some point start to get overplayed and need to be switched off with something else. And I get that Autumn's only been out since the beginning of August, but when I say I've played this album in its entirety at least once every single day since before, really, August the 3rd, when I got an advance to review, I'm seriously not lying. I have not wanted a single day to go by without listening to this album. For those of you who have jammed Autumn, and I'm assuming that most of you listening, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, for those for those of you who have not, uh, all I can really say is happy fucking holidays because you go and listen to this album, you'll be blown away by how perfect it is. I've not seen this band perform live, but uh, it's going to be a goal for 2019 for me to make something happen. Uh, I'd also love to have the band on the show sometime if anyone is listening and wants to put that into motion. And to finish off this list, this wonderful list of beautiful music from 2018, we have Swell from Tiny Moving Parts. It dropped January the 26th via Triple Crown Records. It has 10 tracks. My favorite songs. <laughs> yes, there's multiple. Whale Watching, Feel Alive, and Caution. This is that cliche thing where I'm going to say that the whole album is my favorite song, but God damn it, this whole album is my favorite song. Just edit all of the songs into one singular track play it sequentially from start to finish, call it swell, call it the best fucking idea of 2018. I don't care. This album is truly great. I don't know how to separate what impresses me most about swell. The most obvious thing to point out is the absolutely phenomenal guitar work throughout every single song. Prior to hearing this album, I considered myself to be a decent guitarist. (laughs) Now, after listening, I question if I even know what a guitar looks like. Dylan, he could be given a guitar with all broken strings that are not in tune, and he would still be able to create a sound that is truly mesmerizing. 
This album dropped in January. Each month I was very eager to see if there was going to be an album that could top this one. Here we are, weeks away from 2019, and I can say, uh, and I can say very, very confidently, some came close, but none impressed me more than Swell from Tiny Moving Parts. We did it, everybody. We made it through this very, very difficult, stressful, enjoyable process that is called creating some sort of uh, list for album of the year. It has been a wild ride. I'm fucking tired, uh, joyfully tired from the experience, but I want to thank everybody who's been uh, paying attention to all this album of the year content that we've been dropping on the website recently and, of course, talking about in the podcast. I, look, a lot of a lot of content providers, they do this, but I think it's important. I know that it can be a little thin at times. You see so much of it from everywhere, but it is important to reflect. It is important to give kudos and shout outs and uh, compliments to the bands, creators, artists that, you know, are giving us this shit here, this music, this awesome stuff that we listen to when we're happy, when we're sad, when we're stuck in traffic, when a person breaks our heart when a family member you know is feeling sick whatever 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 we are feeling we use music to help us or to enjoy the moments that we're here on this earth and these album of the year uh, content approaches it's just a way of saying thank you and reflecting on this art so again Thank you to everybody who released new music here in 2018. I am so, so excited to see what 2019 can bring. What did you think of my top 10? Technically, I guess you could call it a top 20 since we paired them. But what did you think of my top 10 albums from 2018? What are yours? Did you find any crossover? Did you share any bands? Did I introduce you to anybody new? Uh, do you want to introduce me to somebody new, a band? Okay, a band. I'm talking about a band. We can do all that on Twitter. Follow us at Spin Thoughts. Our website is thespinningthoughts.com. We have so many contributors that are just ready to knock 2019 out of the park. You can find so much free music content on our website, thespinningthoughts.com. We have premiere episodes every single Thursday at midnight Eastern on Adobe Radio. Those episodes become available on all podcast platforms the following Monday. Make sure you subscribe. The good news, we've talked about it a little bit here in this episode. Spinning Thoughts is officially on Spotify. The podcast, it's on there. All the episodes, I think we're at uh, combined now that we're doing audio album reviews. Uh, we're like at 170 episodes, all free. It's on Spotify. Check it out. We're also starting to curate some on the rise playlists. You can check all of that out. And finally, I want to thank the band Kill the Clock. They were nice enough to provide us two tracks for this episode, the intro and the outro. They're a punk rock band from Buffalo, New York. Their new record, Doll Motion, comes out January the 2nd. Their singles, Worry and Spaced Out, they're currently streaming on Spotify and Apple Music. They're also going on a three-week East Coast tour in January. All the dates are listed and can be found on their social media pages at Kill the Clock NY. 
We will be here again, same time, same place next week. Let's talk on the socials in between. Until then, everybody, make sure you share music, spread love.